Well, this, this Sunday, we're planning to look at the different parts of the armor of God. And the armor that's pictured there in the, the famous armor of God passage, it ties to the armor that Roman soldiers wore at the time. And commentators pick up on, there's this one particular point we're going to look at tonight. They, they pick up on this one aspect about Roman armor. And that is how the shields worked together with other soldiers. Multiple soldiers, each having a shield, how they worked together. And maybe you remember from your school history, uh, the Roman shields, they were these long rectangular things. They would kind of be from head all the way down to your knees. And you would hold them up. And if you held them in front of you, it would, it would protect um, from your head all the way down uh, your legs, down to the knees. And when you were standing with your shield and you had other soldiers with their shields and you were standing in a line, side by side, they could lock their shields side by side so that the front of the line of soldiers would almost be this seamless wall of shields. And they were all behind the shields. And not only that, you know, the, the, that's the whole, the phalanx. Not only did you have this wall of shields in the front, the uh, shields from the soldiers that were behind you and behind them they could then hold their shields above everyone's head and also line those up. And what you would end up having is protection in front and nearly seamless protection also above. And so shields in front, shields above, it was like this box covered with shields. And so whenever arrows would be shot at them, they would have protection from above in front. They were protected. The shields would catch the arrows. But this, this protective formation, this use of the shields, it required the soldiers to remain side by side. It, it required the soldiers to remain in line with one another. They, they could not drop their shields. They couldn't turn around and run away and leave a hole in all of the shields. And so this is from the, the one verse I want to look at a little bit tonight. Ephesians six sixteen. He says about this armor of God. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, when he gives this instruction about taking up these different pieces of the armor, the verb, when he's speaking to them, telling them to take up, put on, it's plural. He's talking to them as individuals, but he's talking to multiple individuals. He's talking to a group of them. He's talking to all of the believers. And so he's not just speaking to one soldier. He's not just speaking to one believer. Paul addresses all of them, and he's saying to all of them, all of you, all of us, take up your shield, and if you do, and stand together, each one taking up your shield side by side, you will be able to resist anything that the enemy throws against you. Now, when the verse talks about fiery darts, the fiery darts of the devil that come against you, you, you don't want to be thinking about darts like at a dartboard in an English pub. That's, that the word there is not talking about that kind of darts. The, the word that they use there for darts, it's just a general word, word talking about projectiles, things that were hurled in battle. So it could, it could be, um, it could be um, uh, spears, it could be arrows, it could even be things that were on fire that catapults were launching. It's just anything getting slung in the air and some of them might be on fire. And so um, that's, what, that's the image of what's coming against you, and that's what the shields protect you from. Now, sometimes what would be thrown against them in that time, against those kinds of 
in those kinds of battles, there would be large spears thrown at them. And a spear might lodge into your shield. The shield wasn't made out of metal. It was made out of wood, and it was plated with leather. And so a large spear, just the right force, just the right angle, it could actually lodge into your shield and be, be stuck in there, or, or lodge in there and kind of bend down. And it could weigh down your shield. It could make it easy for you to stumble when you're just walking, and you've got this shield with a, a, a spear wedged into it as you're trying to move forward or whatever. And if your shield dropped, you've got that problem. The, the phalanx is opened up. And so here's the, here's the point. You, you need other believers next to you in the fight. The shield of faith works, your shield of faith works, and when others stand beside you, the shield of faith can stand against many things hurled at you from in front, from above. So the question is this. What things are being thrown against you today. You've got things today that are coming against you. Think about whatever season of life you are in. What is coming at you? What flaming mass is arching through the air trying to get over whatever defense there is to land on you? Has, has a flaming spear jammed right into your shield right now? You need that shield of faith. You need to use it. You need to take it up. And you need fellow believers next to you in that battle with their shield. And so this is the question. Are you bringing other believers? Are you bringing the other believers into your struggle? Now, to do that involves risk. That involves risk. Some, some of them will have great faith. They'll be great at using their shields. Some of them will have lesser faith. They'll still have faith, but maybe it's smaller faith. So there's risk. Their, their younger faith, you might think, whoa, do I really want that person with me in this? Some of them will have deep wells of wisdom that may be able to help you in, in this battle. Others may just have little wisdom for your situation. But the, the point is, don't stand by yourself. Whether it's in your anxiety, whether it's in your anger that you're wrestling with, maybe it's in your despair. It just Things look bleak. You're hopeless or you're confused. Don't stand alone. Don't try to puzzle it out, wrestle it out by yourself. Get alongside other people in the church. Tell them about what you're struggling with. Ask them to give you eyes on your situation. Ask them for prayer. Ask them for help. Find a believing counselor. The shield of faith works with other shields of faith. Now, let me end with this. You need the shield of faith. I need the shield of faith. And we need other people to hold up the shield of faith next to us and behind us. But let me tell you this. Jesus Christ stood up in the greatest battle, and no one stood with him. And he stood in your place, and he took a spear to his side. And he was pierced for you. He was pierced for me, so that you will not have to be pierced. And because he did that, you can be sure, just as certain as he stood for you at the cross, Jesus will stand with you also in your evil day. And so be strong in the Lord.